Well, hello there, everybody. It's been a minute since we've had a sermon posting on our Mamalogian podcast. Um, and so I wanted to share with you something that, even though it transpired a couple of weeks ago, I think it has value for us, um, especially as we are moving forward into a new calendar year. Although we're about four weeks deep <laughs> into a new church year. And the thing that I want to bring up is this concept of a blue Christmas, or some of us call it a longest night service. Now, this is a service of healing and contemplation that some churches do during specifically the holiday season. Because the purpose of Blue Christmas is to give folks a place to, quote unquote, not be okay during the holidays. It's geared toward providing hope while still acknowledging the unease that many feel when the holidays come around. And truth be told, this is relevant now as we start moving into this new year of 2022. We're two years plus deep into a global pandemic, and it seems like it's just not getting any better. Um, it's really frustrating to consider the ways in which so much has been taken from us in these last two years, not just hopes and dreams, but, but people, places. It's just feeling like the darkness is unabating, that it's just never going to be light again, even as we have just celebrated the birth of Christ, the, the coming of the light of the nations. This time of year, winter, the holidays, what have you, is especially a time when some people are feeling hopeless due to any number of things, whether it's seasonal depression or other mental health concerns, uh, certainly grief over the loss of a loved one, whether it's been this past year or in years past. Uh, for some people, the grieving process is about the inability to go home uh, because there are triggers there related to addiction, related to their recovery, or perhaps even abuse. I mean, you can name any other concern that may make the holiday season a little less joyful and bright. And so I preside over this worship service every year. Specifically, I do it on the night of the winter solstice. And that is because for us here in the Northern Hemisphere, it is the longest night of the year. And the purpose of this is to find encouragement that even nature knows that it can't always be night. And so from the moment we walk out of the sanctuary doors or from the moment we log out from watching the online service, we can be assured that no matter where we find ourselves, the light will continue to grow each and every day. And so that's why this is a service for healing, but it's also for contemplation, to think about what it means when people say it's okay to not be okay. Because in the moments of deepest darkness, even the smallest light can shine brightly that many of us are feeling like we have these 
dim or small lights, but when we add them all together, it creates something brilliant, which brings us hope. And so, you know, from that moment that we open up the solstice, we know that the light will increase little by little and moment by moment. And so my hope is that by participating or being present in and with these services of healing, people realize that they're not alone in the darkness, that they're not alone in their grief or in their pain. You are not alone. You are not alone in the darkness. You are not alone in your grief. You are definitely not alone in your pain. And so I often ask people during this service to to check in with themselves, to check in with their spirits, to check in with their minds and their hearts, because each of us has a different reason, a different reason for tuning in, a different reason for attending services like these. We all have grief or pain or sadness or loneliness or depression that affect our daily lives in some way or another. We have unexpected tears when we remember a loved one. We have a heavy heart as we seek companionship or sometimes we feel like there's a weight upon us as we think about celebrating anything, never mind the holidays. Sometimes our hearts are seeking something special, something extra from God, but we just can't seem to to find it. And for so many, the holidays are a time of celebration. There's glitz and there's glitter, there's lights, there's shopping, there's Christmas carols, baked goods, there's parties, even socially distant ones. Often there are big meals or family gatherings and gifts. But for some, even those of us who seem to have it all together, those things can be really overwhelming. For others, they can seem out of reach, distant. And there are others where this kind of getting together and being forced happy is incredibly unappealing. The truth is, is that I don't know what burdens you may have on your heart today. I don't know the extent of your pain. I do know some of your stories. But the things that I do know are the feelings of grief. I know what it means to be depressed or anxious. I know what isolation feels like. And trust me, I know deep sadness. I am intimate with how things can tend to overwhelm our lives and that when those things overwhelm us, I know what it feels like to strain to breathe. I know what it feels like to grasp for hope, to feel like the weight of sadness is like a wet blanket binding my body, binding our bodies that it can feel like we're underwater and we just can't break the surface. The cheer of the season and the glare of the sun seem to taunt us in our grief, right? 
The world keeps turning and people go about their lives seemingly ignorant of your pain, almost like they don't care at all. And you yearn for someone to notice that you are hurting. You ache for someone to see you, to truly know you. But at the same time, you fear what that intimacy can bring, what it means to be vulnerable. For in being truly known, you risk rejection. None of us want to burden anyone else. And you don't want your affliction to become theirs. So we often keep it to ourselves. Amen? And yet our hearts ache and our souls cry out. And the truth is we are not so different from even the most faithful characters in our biblical stories. We have entire books dedicated to people calling out and crying out and yes, being angry with God and with the world. We have the Book of Lamentations. We have countless Psalms. How long, O oh Lord, it seems like we cry out. How long will it hurt? How long will I feel loved again? Or for those who are experiencing the loss of a loved one, why, O oh God, did you steal my beloved from me? Or for those for whom home is a place of fear or stress or anxiety, maybe you're wondering why home is a place that you cannot go. Maybe you're asking, God, why am I so sad when everyone else seems so happy? When will I be free from this pain? When will I truly feel your presence? The light of promise and hope can sometimes feel really far away. Sometimes maybe we feel like our stamina is waning and you're not sure how you will reach tomorrow. And so you take one step at a time, sometimes stumbling, sometimes wanting to protest, sometimes simply wanting to stay stuck in that space right where you are. But the promise of hope is still there. And the promise of hope is still beckoning to us. Come to me, all you who are weak and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's Christ's promise to us. And it's a promise that echoes throughout time. Come to me, he says. Come to me and be refreshed. Come to me and be held. Come to me and be washed in peace. Come to me and relax and cry and mourn. For Jesus says, I know your pain and I wish to comfort you. You see, Christ calls to us even when we feel the furthest away from God's love and light. Christ calls to us in the midst of our pain. He calls to us in our sorrow. He calls to us in our dark night and reminds us, reminds us that there is hope. 
He asks us to see him because he sees us. And he asks us to remember that he cares. That our God, our creator, wants to be with us, wants to bear our burdens, wants to know us. The us that we truly are. The us that sometimes we try to hide. And yet God loves us, our whole selves. And as tough as these holiday seasons can be, especially for those of us who practice a Christian faith, when that's all we seem to talk about is joy to the world and singing about the gifts and the light. Even when we're feeling the furthest from God's love, this season of Christmas really is the ultimate reminder of God's desire to be with us and sit with us, even in the darkness. Because God came into this world through the person of Jesus Christ, so that we could be convinced and shown and experience God's love. God was with us. That's the Emmanuel that we sing and seek of. God continues to be with us, Again, Emmanuel. God breaks through in the broken places to touch us and to hold us. God breaks through the cracks with love and loves us exactly as we are. Even when we hurt, even when we grieve, even when we're angry with God, God still loves us abundantly. God makes no judgment on our pain, but instead, God lived here and experienced all of it on earth, so we would truly know that God is with us. God did not stay far off and removed, looking down at us from this isolated place. God did not stay distant and unknown, but God came to us through the Christ child. God came as a baby who needed to live and grow, who skinned their knees, who cried, who experienced hunger and loss and love and laughter. God lived what we live. God grieved as we grieve God was lonely, just as we experience being lonely. And all of that, all of these reminders that we receive during this tough time of year, is so that when God conquered death and darkness and pain on the cross, we would know that it was a true conquest, that even we have it in our power to see tomorrow and that our faith truly can rest in the fact that Jesus is the Emmanuel, God with us. God doesn't ask us to deny our pain or our hurts or our fears. 
But again, the Lord says, cast your burden on me and I will sustain you. And so my prayer for all of us who may be feeling tired or exhausted or still trying to recover from the holidays and, and feeling like we have to be a certain way. My prayer is that in this season, we can seek comfort in the Holy Spirit. Seek comfort in knowing that God is with us. God has always been with us. And that we may remember the words of Jesus who promised to comfort those that mourn. And that we may be able to open our hearts as well as our minds to see that all around us are reminders of how God so deeply, deeply loves us. And that we may move in still small steps toward that comfort that we may find healing in the midst of the pain and order in the midst of chaos. My prayer is that we all know that we do not carry our burdens alone, that you have a community and a people holding you and holding you in moments where you feel the most alone. Remember that We need to be fully present to one another and to all of creation. Even when we're feeling like we want to withdraw. Because that is where we find God. And so my prayer for us today is that our comforting God today and every day may continue to wrap us in your presence. God, may we be reminded whenever we see a light shining in the darkness that we are not alone. Help us to find love's light, a light that will guide us day by day, step by step, as we try to live life fully and wholly, even as we feel broken and incomplete. Comfort us, encourage us, and empower us, O God. Each and every one of us here are keenly aware of someone or something that is missing from the season. So continue to keep us close and remind us that we are not walking this path alone. May we be granted peace and grace from this moment always and forever. Amen.